0: Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1536, an excerpt from the book, The New Fit Method, by Garrett Salpeter, and I'm Dr. Neil. Hey there, happy Monday, and welcome back to another week of Optimal Health Daily, where I act as your narrator of the best health and fitness blogs, all for free. And then on Fridays, I do something a little different, I answer your questions right here on the show. And I occasionally narrate from books, and that's the case today. And I'll tell you all about the author after the reading. And with that, let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. An excerpt from the book, The New Fit Method by Garrett Salpeter. Fat in the foods we eat gets a bad rap. With the proliferation of low-fat and fat-free products in the market, advertised in capital letters on everything from snack foods and desserts to dairy products and meats, it's easy to assume that fat is something to be avoided. But that couldn't be further from the truth. In reality, we need healthy fats in our diet to maintain good overall health, especially for the brain and the nervous system overall. Without enough fat, the body's metabolic and hormonal systems can't function at full capacity. Additionally, too little fat or too many of the wrong fats can lead to an over-reliance on carbohydrates for energy and related problems with blood sugar dysregulation. Though often vilified, fat is a good source of energy and you'll want to include an adequate supply of it in the meals you eat. Fat's many important roles in the body. When it comes to optimal health, consuming fat isn't optional. It's necessary. The molecule plays a key role in many bodily functions. As I mentioned before, too little healthy fat in your diet can lead to blood sugar dysregulation, which can cause inflammation in all areas of the body, including the brain. Over time, inflammation in the brain can have a negative impact on cognitive processes and overall nervous system function. Besides helping to balance the blood sugar and ease inflammation, Fat is also a major building block of hormones, including testosterone and growth hormone, which are essential for repairing and rebuilding the body after exercise or injury. On top of this, every cell membrane in the body is composed of fat, and the cells need fat to support their renewal. Over the course of a person's life, the cells are continuously regenerating. Every few days, the body recycles its gut lining. Every 30 days, the body recycles skin cells. Every eight months or so, virtually all of the body's cells replenish themselves. Each one of these cells needs high-quality fat to form healthy membranes. In short, fat is essential to good health. Misunderstandings about fat. With fat being so important for our health, it's surprising it gained such a negative reputation, and it's worth clearing up some common misconceptions. Since the 1950s, much of the popular thinking around fat has centered on the idea that dietary fat and cholesterol are unhealthy. The idea that eating more fat and cholesterol directly increases fat and cholesterol levels in the body dates back to a physiologist named Ansel Keyes. Keyes linked the high rates of obesity and heart disease among people in the US to higher fat and cholesterol consumption. However, there's a large body of more current research that debunks Keyes' claims, demonstrating that fat and cholesterol in the diet and in the blood don't cause cardiovascular disease. What may actually cause cardiovascular issues is damage to blood vessel walls due to high blood pressure and circulating inflammation. Along the same lines, Stanford University neurology and biology professor Robert Sapolsky argues that damaged or inflamed blood vessels are a better predictor of cardiovascular problems than the amount of fat circulating through the veins. As long as there are no damaged vessels for harmful substances to stick to, Sapolsky says, a person could eat a dozen eggs a day, quote, and have no worries in the atherosclerosis realm, end quote. A more recent study by researchers at the University of Connecticut and Ohio State University have also shown that eating high levels of saturated fat may not be connected to obesity and cardiovascular disease and that higher amounts of dietary fat cause higher levels of fats in the blood. In other words, What goes into the mouth doesn't go directly into the blood, and this includes fat. Instead, everything we eat gets filtered through the digestive tract. For this reason, the most important thing to focus on in terms of nutrition is consuming the right raw materials, including the right fats, so the digestive system can distribute them in the most effective way. Eating the right fats. So what are the right sources of fats? In general, the body cells need both saturated and monounsaturated fats for regeneration and growth. Since they're chemically stable, they provide the raw materials the cells primarily use. Healthy sources of saturated and monounsaturated fats include grass-fed beef, pasture-raised chickens, and their eggs. Eggs with orange-tinted yolks are better than those with pale yellow yolks, olive oil, and avocado. You should know, however, that not all polyunsaturated fats are unhealthy. Though they are also polyunsaturated, omega-3 fats from sources like wild-caught salmon and other fish, flaxseed, and nuts do provide health benefits and are worth adding to your diet. Make healthy fats a part of your diet. As you can see, it's time to reject the outdated notion that all dietary fat is unhealthy. The real question we should be asking isn't, am I eating too much fat? It's, am I eating the right kinds of fat? How much fat you need in your diet for optimal health depends on your size, activity levels, and overall goals. But we can all benefit from consuming the right type of fats, healthy sources of monounsaturated and polyunsaturated fats to achieve good nervous system health. By making healthy fats a regular part of your diet, your body will be better equipped to live and perform at its peak. You just listened to an excerpt from the book, Just go to Indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Now a bit about today's author, Garrett. He combined training in neuroscience and engineering to start NewFit, a company at the nexus of neurology and fitness dedicated to treating athletes and patients in the realization of fitness goals, effective rehabilitation, and improved overall health. He is the host of The New Fit Undercurrent, a podcast for patients and practitioners interested in learning more about neurology's role in recovery and performance. Garrett and his team have worked with thousands of patients recovering from neurological impairments, chronic pain, and sports injuries, including professional athletes, sports teams, and universities. He currently lives in Austin, Texas with his wife and their two daughters and you can find his book on Amazon and I have that linked in this episode's description. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. Back in the 1980s, low fat was all the rage. It seemed every snack, food, and dessert had to be low in fat. But there were two problems with this. One, the food didn't taste very good with so much of the fat removed and more importantly, two, in order to make the food taste a little bit better, other ingredients were added to make it taste better, like sugar. So what ended up happening was people swapped out fat for sugar in their diets. And it turns out, eating more sugar wasn't a great idea either. And possibly as a result of consuming more sugar, chronic disease rates started to skyrocket. Now, we finally realize the error of our ways. As today's author Garrett mentioned, some fats are actually good for us. In fact, The dietary guidelines for Americans say that about 30% of our daily calories should come from fat each day. And most of these fat calories should come from monounsaturated and a specific type of polyunsaturated fat, omega-3s in particular. So let's say you're following a 2,000 calorie per day diet. That means we can consume about 70 grams of fat per day. And the majority of these 70 fat grams should come from monounsaturated and polyunsaturated fats like omega-3s. All right, that'll do it from me for today. Thank you so much for subscribing. Thank you for being here every day and sharing the show with someone. I hope you have a wonderful start to your week and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.